Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and all the other places people like to listen? And how do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it is 100% free. You heard me. Free. And it is ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. So, if you have always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start and join me. Join me and join the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That is anchor.fm forward slash start. I cannot wait to hear your podcast. Every design that I create is an abstract. Every time I learn about a disease, I try to think of what stands out in that particular disease and how can I put that thought into paper and create an image to stir a conversation, to create dialogue. Welcome to the Sheck Check Podcast, a fact check on mental health, and it all starts with you. Now your host, Ariz Sheck. When it comes to anything dealing with our health, awareness is always the first step. Come on, think about it. We can't really do anything about anything until we are aware of it. It does go beyond that. See, if we're not affected by something directly at whatever point we are in our life, we are most likely not going to be as open to even hearing about it, let alone learning about it. Learning, understanding, being educated on things is beyond important. But we live in a world where we often need a push. We have spent too long letting that push being a crisis of some sort. We need to be having these conversations sooner and more often. We need to be actually open to it. Now, beyond the book knowledge of things, dealing with anything with our health, which is really important, we have the stories of people who have lived it or are living context. Context, which can be a push and can lead to more interest, more education, more prevention, and more compassion. And that is what my guest, Rami Baya from Fashion Adam, is doing with his medically inspired jewelry line, which I got to talk to him about. Check it out. Check it out. Okay, Ronnie. So tell me a little bit or a lot of it about Fashion Atomy designing this jewelry with health in mind. I'm trying to raise awareness for chronic conditions, chronic diseases and disorders, empowering patients. Once they feel empowered while they're acknowledging what they have, then they're owning their condition. And when they talk about it, my hope is that others will be inspired to do the same. And at the same time, you're raising the awareness. Cancer was the first one I designed. I don't know if you've seen the breast cancer. Um, I have. I'm actually looking at it right now and, and listeners will be able to check it out also on my website. When you're looking at it initially, what what is that? And then the yeah. longer kind of you look at it, you're like, oh. Exactly. So when I first got that manufactured for me and sent me the final product, I was going around Starbucks asking people, hey, what does this look like to you? Most of the time they'll say, oh, that looks like a fish hook. It looks like a raindrop, mermaid's tail. I'm like, okay, what if I mermaid's said... Mermaid's tail? Yeah, I have no idea how. But then what I'd were ask, they on? I have no idea. Like, That's not where... coffee. <laughs> so I asked, what do you see if I told you breast cancer? 
then the like moment of eureka hits them like oh my god i see it so very few will first of all will notice it at the first try but that's my point that's my goal basically my idea is working i want them to look at it and like what is that so let's say one day someone's at starbucks and someone behind her sees it oh it's a very nice necklace what is that and she'll tell her this is a profile of a breast and she's like i have i've been diagnosed with breast cancer or you know i know someone with breast cancer person you start a dialogue my idea my hope is that they will create dialogue create conversation and really like that is the most important thing we can do with any health issue or with anything like in this world in general the best thing we can do is actually start the conversation keep saying it it's like there's so many things we can pick apart in those conversations but but we're missing the point that the conversation is actually being started and the conversations that we're not having are being had there is such importance and power the mental health one it took me about a month to figure that one out I drew countless numbers of brains. I don't know how many I drew in that month. But the problem with the brain was I drew it and then the bottom part, I just did not know how to finish it off. So I kept thinking and thinking and thinking and showing my friends what do you think about this design. Like I was going to go with one. And one of my friends told me, that way stuck with me. Do you like it? I'm like, yeah. I like it. And she goes, do you love it? I'm like, no, I don't love it. And she goes, keep trying. And I kept trying and trying. And just one day it hit me. Uh, suicide and depression, mental health, dialogue is very important. When you think of dialogue, I thought about the speech bubble that you see in comic books. And I'm like, why don't I combine this speech bubble with a picture of a brain and see what I can come up with? And the minute I drew it, I said to myself, this is it. This is what's going to represent mental health and suicide and depression. And I sent it to them right away. I'm really happy with how it turned out. What I really like about it is that you can actually, when you look at it, you're like, oh, there is the speech bubble. Mm -hmm. There's a piece in the bottom that's open. Also, you could tell it's the brain and then it's open at the same time, which means like, to me, it's like open conversation about (laughs) mental health, about the brain. And we often, you know, we... I think we all on some level know that mental health kind of, it exists in our whole body in a sense, but it is mental, which is brain. And it's how we think, feel, and behave. The brain gives that physical aspect of it because everyone's always like, oh, you know, it, it's not real. It doesn't exist. And it's like, actually it does. It's in your brain. And that your brain is like at the top of your body, <laughs> controls everything. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. Now you were talking about the Down syndrome awareness month, and then you, you have a ring. We have... 46 pairs of chromosomes. You get 23 from your mom, 23 from your dad. So every cell has 23 pairs of chromosomes, total of 46. So you have 46 chromosomes in each cell. Down syndrome, all these chromosomes are labeled. So chromosome number 21 failed to separate. So you get an extra set of chromosomes in your uh, cell. And that's what that's why you call it trisomy 21. So chromosome number 21 in your body has an extra set. So they fail to fuse. It's basically an X and a 1. So when you draw, when you draw a chromosome X and 1 next to it, the X chromosome looks like a butterfly. Some organizations have a butterfly for their logo. For people who don't know what Down syndrome is, they will see a butterfly. People who know what Down syndrome is about, um, they have with Down syndrome, they'll know exactly what they're looking at. It's beautiful. Thank you. So I showed it to one of my friends who has a daughter with Down syndrome, and I met, I showed it to her, she's like, I love it. It's both a butterfly and the chromosome, um, the X1 chromosome. One, if you see next to the butterfly, some people thought it was an extra wing. But like I said, if you don't know what, it's not supposed to be a wing. If you don't know what the pathophysiology of Down syndrome is, you're not going to understand it, which is perfectly fine. But that's the thing. Why are you wearing a butterfly, for example? Starts creating dialogue again. That's that's pretty genius. So you, I mean, you do have a have a medical background, right? Yeah. So I finished medical school, but unfortunately, I'm a doctor on paper. I haven't got into residency yet. I'm trying to get into internal medicine. So you apply once a year and you find out 
every March if you got in or not. So I had decided to do something with, with, with my time off, something to incorporate, to make use of my medical knowledge and combine that with my passion for art. I used to draw when I was a kid. I took countless art lessons. I used to take painting lessons, art classes in school. Um, I probably have the girliest handwriting ever for a doctor as well. <laughs> Probably the only doctor that, you know, people could read their handwriting. Exactly. Okay. Every time someone used a prescription, uh, when I was working in a doctor's office, like, hey, Rami, write this. The doctor would hand it off to me, like, hey, write this so they can read it. Some people would tell me, your handwriting's too pretty to be a doctor. So it's a gift and a curse. I can understand that. No, that's, I mean, that's pretty amazing that you decided while you're kind of waiting, you're, you're not letting it kind of deter you from keeping you connected to it. Um, right. And also, I think it's awesome that you're staying connected to another passion of yours, which is, which is taking um, your art, but like taking your drawing to a new level by creating these very tangible things. That look at, hold, wear talk about. I mean, again, it's what we need and anything that starts that kind of conversation about everything is really a step in, in a direction that we need to be heading in. So I've been in the medical field, I want to say about almost seven years now, working in you know, doctor's offices, doing clinical rotations at hospitals, working in clinics, um, rotation in clinics. Yes, I watch Grey's Anatomy. I know how it <laughs> Because when I told them I have my my board exam, people told me, "Oh, that's that's the step three, right?" I see. I thought I'm reading anatomy. <laughs> yeah, Christina sure. Yang went through it. I'm super obsessed with that show. I know that's not really how things work. Well, you're halfway there already. <laughs> so patients, they would come in for hypertension, chronic pain, depression, diabetes. And they just come in they, every month. They come in for their prescription medications. And I felt like they were basically, to me, they were just like zombies coming in for the prescription every month. And, you know, their diet's not changing. Their, their physical activity is not changing. The doctor does not talk to them at all about doing any lifestyle changes. And heart disease is the number one killer in the U.S. And diabetes is, a, is on the top 10 killer in the U.S. And hypertension is tied diabetes, type of hypertension, and heart disease. And these are the three diseases that you can potentially prevent with diet and exercise. The physician does not mention that. And we're failing our patients. We have recommendations of basic, you know, pills, 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 pills for this, pills for that, pills for that. And I'm not against medication, but I feel like medications should be the last resort. So for example, I've seen patients who are diabetic, who, who reversed their diabetes by exercising. Patients who were diabetic and people, patients who had hypertension, people with high cholesterol, they changed their lifestyle habits and got off of their medications. When you're giving someone medication, two medications, three medications for hypertension, for example, you're just masking it. You're just putting a, a band-aid on a bullet hole and you're not addressing the underlying cause. And that's what we're not doing. Patients, I felt like they were, you know, they're a hostage due to their own disease and disorder. And I feel like they felt, you know, hopeless. You come to the clinic, hey, I need my monthly, you know, metformin for my diabetes. I need my monthly insulin or, you know, chronic pain medication or blood pressure medication. You, when you weigh them and you take your blood pressure and stuff like that, getting your vitals, nothing's changed. If anything, they're gaining weight. And I feel like it's our job as a physician is to guide them, to educate them. But there's, like you mentioned earlier, doctors have a t maybe 10 minutes at most with the patient and they don't have time to educate them. So the reason I, I started Fashion Anatomy was, you know, by you wearing, for example, the diabetes pinch is coming out soon you are acknowledging you have it and it's a constant reminder that what you are going through and it's a constant reminder of, you know what i have diabetes i'm going to own it um, i don't care if anyone knows i have diabetes someone can come up to me and say hey that looks like a you know a pancreas why are you wearing that i have diabetes oh well, hey i have diabetes too what are you doing for it it's something 
that will stir dialogue. I want to tell my listeners you're offering a special giveaway. Yes, right now I am giving away a breast cancer necklace and a suicide depression necklace. If you follow me on Instagram, passionatomy.official, um, you'll see um, the details. In line with my with my mission, tell me your story. Share your story about depression or breast cancer and or tag someone you know who, who has one. And if they share their story, I will pick a winner and hand out a free necklace to uh, one for breast cancer and one for depression. The point is, um, after you come forward with it, hopefully it will inspire other people, you know, and just basically start creating this awareness, more people coming out, more people owning up their disease. So there's a reason behind it. It's not just, you know, here's a free necklace. Share your story, come out with it, and hopefully you will inspire others because I saw an interesting article, study that they did, uh, people who have no motivation. The way they got motivated was when they motivated others. You know, it's, it's true because that's actually what has helped me the most in the last two years was creating like the podcast, the, the, the YouTube and speaking out more. There's something, you know, and it's something I realized when I was in the hospital, there is a power to sharing our stories and sharing our experiences. It's not just about finding a community. It's not, I mean, it is part of that. Finding your tribe, finding whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know, it does, you know, help you find people, but also knowing that like, you don't know who's listening. You don't know who's going through stuff. You don't know what part of your story is going to help people or people exactly. will connect with. But the point is just tell it and someone will. And yeah. again, there's such a power to that. So, you know, exactly. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to be putting out that information on my website, on my Instagram, on my Twitter. So people can head over uh, to your to your Instagram and your Twitter and um, share their story. Um, and I'm also going to include, obviously, uh, your website, which is, it, it's very beautiful, by the way, the way you designed your website. And it very speaks, it speaks volumes to, to what you're doing, which I think is absolutely incredible and inspiring because you're taking things that you're passionate about. You're using your powers for good. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's a noble cause, what you're doing Thank as well. You. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to ask a favor, fave of all of you. I want you to go check out more about Fashion Anatomy at fashionanatomyofficial.com. And if you haven't hopped on over to Instagram to follow them and check out their giveaway and more pictures of their jewelry, head on over to their handle fashionanatomy.official on Instagram. And also, by the way, all that info is in the bio of this episode. Please Keep sparking these kind of conversations with others, but also don't forget to keep having them with yourself. Everything we do with ourselves ends up going out into the rest of the world. So please keep taking care of yourself so we can keep taking care of others. And I will see you next time. Well, I mean, I guess, well, you will hear me next time. You won't see me and I won't see you, but <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I'll just end it right there. <laughs>